Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ole Miss fans, fasten your seatbelts. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss Spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. Let's play, fellas. Now, let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Howdy, Toddy Rebel Nation. Welcome to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm joined by Mr. Yancey Porter tonight. Uh, Yancey, man, what a fun week last no, week. I know it, wasn't it? I mean, you know, when you take on two top 15 teams, one of them your arch rival on their court and win, both of them, oh, man, nice. What a nice start for the conference play. Yeah, I mean, like you referred to, being able to win those two games, obviously it jumped them to the top 20 in the AP rankings in the top twenty, top twenty-five in the net NCAA rankings, which they directly use for seedings in the tournament, which is a little bit more important. But exposure-wise, getting to the top twenty is huge for the program. No question. Thirteen and two now. Kermit Davis's first year, three and zero in the conference. Ten-game win streak. Two huge games this week. And, of course, they're all huge. I mean, we could use that adjective for every game from here on out now that you've set yourself up. But 8 p.m. tomorrow, tomorrow now, Tuesday, at the Pavilion, LSU, a really good basketball team, probably an NCAA tournament team. No question they are. Uh, And then Arkansas, always tough, Saturday at noon at the Pavilion, I mean, we're going to have Kermit Davis on here in just a few minutes. He's got another engagement tonight at 6.30, so we can't have him on our usual time. We're going to have him on at 6.05 for seven or eight minutes. But uh, make plans to be there, both games. We need to really sell these two games out and, and show the Rebels that we're behind them and get – man, could you imagine being 5-0 and in the SEC? Yeah, then you look at the two matchups next week. Uh, they got a chance to win both of those games as well. So one game at a time. Uh, yeah, LSU yeah, yeah, yeah. is absolutely their center is is incredible. Their point guard is too. You know, in the SEC outside of Ole Miss, they've got a, a center on each club that is just dynamite. Sure. And that isn't putting anything down with our centers, but you know they're pro prospects and uh, they're going to have their hands full. Uh, Kermit said as many as four. Uh, the players in that start lineup will be playing in the pros one day, he suspects. Hmm. So uh, he said there's more pro players on that team than even Kentucky. So, wow. uh, you know, it's it's going to be a tough, tough matchup. So, you know, don't expect this to be a 20-point, you know, win, cruise at home. It could be, but don't expect it to be. What's on tap brought to you by the Library Sports Bar, home of Monday Night Football, and a lot of other things on the huge screen. Uh, obviously, Monday Night Football is over with now, but Oxford's most popular watering hole on the square, 120 South 11th Street. Well, never mind. Everybody knows where the library is. We'll have men's hoops coach Kermit Davis on for a few minutes at 
normally we have him on at 6.15 or 6.30, but tonight it's 6.05, so hang tight. And then uh, at 6.30, we've got baseball coach Mike Bianco. They start individual workouts tomorrow. Uh, baseball's just around the corner, so we've got to talk to Mike about a little bit of baseball tonight. Um, uh, recruiting's cranking back up, Yancey. I know you got your hands full for the next two or three weeks. Uh, February 6th, right? Is First uh, Wednesday of February, whatever yeah. that date is. I think it's the 6th this year, isn't it? Yeah, they got seven or eight spots uh, that they'll have open, and we'll kind of go over that at 6.15. Yeah. And we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight for Kermit Davis. Customers have trusted us for over 60 years, and we're proud to continue serving you. Shop our inventory online 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondale.com or stop by our dealership on Highway 6 West to test drive the new family-sized Chevy Suburban, the confident Chevy Tahoe, and the dependable Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT-GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT-GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Millions of little moments make our lives whole. From the moment your heart melted, <laughs> say hi to your baby girl, to the moment your heart dropped, he proposed, Mom. At Ceasefire, we get it. For that, my little girl's getting married moment. You're texting everyone, aren't you? No, <laughs> maybe. Moments like this inspire everything we do. Ceasefire, customer inspired. For a limited time, take up to $500 off a new smartphone when you switch. CCSpire.com for details. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthland.com, equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome 
back to the Cannon Moser Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We're now very pleased to have the man of the hour and our co-host, <laughs> uh, Mr. Kermit Davis, Jr. Kermit, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, guys. Great to be with you. Yes, sir. Congratulations on a great week. You beat two top 15 teams and catapulted your team into the top 20 yourself. All I can say is, wow, man. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I appreciate that. It's, I, I just feel I feel terrific for really two, two sets of people. Number one, our players, and number two, our fan base. And uh, that is so cool. I think it's going to help recruiting. We know what kind of work we have ahead of us, but... It's great to see Ole Miss Rebels in the top 20 and kind of starting to create a little national brand. Talk a little bit about uh, Brian's shoulder. Is he okay? Yeah, he's been limited. He's mixed up. Uh, He can do everything he can to play at 100% tomorrow night. Uh, He took a a hard shot. Uh, He was limited today in practice, but he's going to play. And uh, so, you know, but he's a tough guy. He battled through it. It was unbelievable how much gamesman like Moxie had to, to finish that game and obviously play the way he did. But I just think that, you know, after he gets into the flow of the game and, you know, and all the adrenaline, I, I think he's going to be fine. That brings us back to, uh, Kermit, what we talked about a little bit last week, this depth situation you got here. Um you know, uh, when Brian went out and KJ got a couple of quick fouls, you went with Zach and uh, DC and Lewis Rodriguez. Um, is you got anything else up your sleeve, or is that basically it for eight through ten? That's it. That's it. You know, we may play, you know, Bruce Stevens a little bit at the four with Dom to try to get our best players on the floor. Or something like that happens and shift it around. Maybe move Blake to the three and go a little bigger and. We're just who we are. But, you know, yeah. guys, in, in this part of our program, I don't care. We just can't absorb Brian or TD or Devontae. You know what I'm saying, those three guys. That's just right. that's just what it is. I mean, we, we can sure survive it but for periods of time, but we can't. You know, we just got to keep our fingers crossed and hopefully we can stay healthy. And we do have two or three nicks and bruises like everybody. And uh, so hopefully we can, we can play through them and some guys can get healthier. Coach, you got uh... – Facing some really good point guards here, and and to me, tell me if I'm wrong. Devontae Shuler's turning into a, a really elite on-ball defender. He's got uh, Tremont Waters again tomorrow night. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong in that assessment. Yeah, I tell you one thing: these three point guards we just played, Harper, Peters, and then tomorrow night Waters, and they, everybody thinks maybe Waters is the best one. I, I, I just say Harper and Peters are elite in the country. And so that's three hard ones. And not only is it Devontae, obviously everybody's in this high ball screen action. So, you know, Bruce, Dom, KJ, Blake, everybody's got to be on point in the backside of the ball screen defense to stop these guys. And you can't just stop them. You just hope you got to contain them and, and do a good enough job to make them miss at times. Seth Greenberg says there's six or seven teams that should get NCAA bids uh, this year do you, in the SEC. Do you see it that way? And, and what's your assessment of the league so far? Well, I, I think it typifies that South Carolina and us are 3-0. and And I think that shows you how good the league is right there. You know, is that two teams that were picked a little bit down uh, and just 
obviously Frank's done a marvelous job getting his team right and uh, adjusting things. And, you know, we're pick last, and we've done what we've done. We know we got a lot of work ahead of us. But, you know, I hate to say how many teams, but I bet you right now if it fit today, it'd be seven, and I hope it may even go to eight. But, you know, you just never know. It's just it really matters, guys, who you beat in this league. And so when you get two quadrant, you know, you get quadrant one wins. We've had three quadrant one wins. I don't know if the Vanderbilt still stays that. It was at that time. And you get two of them on the road. That carries a lot of weight in March, but we just got to keep, keep practicing, keep rolling, stay healthy. Talk a little bit, your big game at 8 p.m. at the Pavilion tomorrow. And before we let you go, uh, Kermit, we appreciate you being on because I know you got two more engagements tonight. Um, LSU Beyond Waters, uh, talk Reed. about them. You know, they've got four freshmen in their class that was ranked very high. Uh, just, you know, some NBA scouts who travel the league, watch us all practice, think they may have the most NBA players, uh, future. They've got eight, nine guys, great size. You know, they, they, they play hard. They score about 89 points a game or 90 points a game in league play. You know, but, I mean, our guys have a lot of confidence. I think, you know, the biggest thing is that, you know, we, we, we got to be who we are, keep moving the ball, taking great shots, competing. Uh, I think we'll have a terrific crowd tomorrow night. I think the Arkansas game is, if it's not sold out, maybe sold out Saturday. So I'd love to get a, a Saturday, 8 o'clock. You know, if you sell a game out on, on Wednesday night at 8, people know you. You are definitely they're coming to see the Ole Miss Rebels play. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's not easy. Not easy for everybody. I, I get that. If you start selling out Wednesday 8 o'clock games, then you know that this team – People really enjoy watching them play. But I think it's going to be a terrific crowd, and we can't wait for it tomorrow night. Kermit, winning is contagious, as is losing. You got them on a 10-game win streak. I've been around sports for my whole life, and uh, I've just seen it. And you you just mentioned it briefly about the confidence factor. Your guys uh, are ready to roll. I can tell it. Yeah, you know, Chuck, I think this is that, you know, what happens is that you – we faced a lot of pockets of adversity on the road, and we got down 11 in the first half, about nine in the second half. They just keep playing, keep staying the course, even in, in great environments like it was in Humphrey Coliseum Saturday. And uh, my hat's off to our guys. They practiced so hard. We competed like heck today. I mean, we, we, were, we were on edge and on point, great vocal practice. And so that's all we can do. It doesn't guarantee anything in this league because the teams are so good, but – I know it's going to come out with a high energy tomorrow night. We'll see you tomorrow night at 8 p.m., Kermit, and thank you so much for your time. Good luck tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, All right, this is Kermit Davis, Jr., 8 p.m. at the Pavilion tomorrow against LSU. Be there. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Cannon, our customers have trusted us for over 60 years, and we're proud to continue serving you. Shop our inventory online 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondale.com or stop by our dealership on Highway 6 West to test drive the new family-sized Chevy Suburban, the confident Chevy Tahoe, and the dependable Chevy Silverado. And remember, 
When the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find you roads. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT Geo 5.6 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT Geo 5.6 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Millions of little moments make our lives whole. From the moment your heart melted, <laughs> say hi to your baby girl, to the moment your heart dropped. He proposed, Mom! At Ceasefire, we get it. For that, my little girl's getting married moment. You're texting everyone, aren't you? No. <laughs> Maybe. Moments like this inspire everything we do. Ceasefire, customer inspired. For a limited time, take up to $500 off a new smartphone when you switch. See cspire.com for details. Avanakin's Diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. Avanakin's Mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love, but most of all, say it with a Van Ackes diamond because you know she's worth it. Van Ackes Jewelers Store at downtown New Albany or VanAckes.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. That's my kind of music, y'all. That's what I grew up to. Uh, you grew up with the Bay City Roller. No. <laughs> I grew up in the Blues family, Chelsea. Uh, all right. Welcome back to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. If you want to splurge but you'd love to save, your timing's perfect. Switch to Ceasefire and get up to $500 off one of their top smartphones. Limited time only. For more details, visit cspire.com. Ceasefire, customer inspired. Before we go, we got two or three more basketball notes, Yancey. Terrence Davis, player of the week yeah. in the SEC, 27 against Auburn. 12, uh, 12 against uh, Mississippi State, but but limited action. He got in foul trouble there. Well, and he made some good defensive plays, um, good rebounds at the key times. Yes, yes. Yeah, Once he was able to good... turn it loose and not worry about the fouls at the end of the game, yeah. made some key. But that that left handed floater there was yeah. huge with his left hand. Yeah, uh, he's just he's a phenomenal athlete. I still have yet to see a better athlete in college basketball than TD. And Coach Yo, hey, how about her yeah, her first SEC that? win at Kentucky? Kentucky in the top twenty team as well. Yeah. So they knocked off a top twenty team. The Lady Rebels did. Uh, I'd have liked to see that locker room after that. Coach Yo puts on some dances on Twitter. I'd have loved to see what the locker room looked like after that first SEC. Yeah, win. I think they drenched her with Gatorade too, or water, or something. But uh, well deserved. I know it's been toughed up to this point, and mm-hmm. I know that. She's got to rebuild this program from the ground up, but hey, Literally. it's good good to get a, a an SEC win to spark those kids. And then, 
you know, you're, you've been telling me for two weeks we got to watch out for this Nas Reed, the, the center from LSU. Yeah, and I was telling you off the record, I mean, every SEC team has got an all-star big man, it seems like. But this Nas Reed, he's a true freshman, 6'10", 250, can shoot it from three. But it's more of a low-post player. He's not really a stretch type of guy. And uh, they're going to have their hands full. He really, you know, Arkansas started um, getting back in that game when they got that road victory uh, this past week, and he just dominated in the last two or three minutes, got six points, two blocks, and uh, two rebounds in the last minute. He's, uh, he's a money player that, uh, you know, Ole Miss will uh, – will, I'm sure Kermit's got some schemes to be able to – uh, try to limit his production. As we saw Mississippi State for a while in that game, Chuck, they were dominating those boards, killing Ole Miss on those offensive rebounds too. And I wanted to find out for Kermit what they did, what defense they switched there mm-hmm. to kind of turn the tide back to Ole Miss. But I imagine whatever they did there in that second half, in the middle of the second half, they're going to have to do against LSU, play them that way because he's, he's a big-time inside presence for LSU. All right. Eight o'clock. LSU Tigers, Ole Miss Rebels. I like that. I like that time slot. Yeah. Gives all the fans good and time ready to get prepared for that game. Yeah. Okay. I hope we have a sellout crowd. They deserve it. Our, our guys They'll deserve it. Uh, let's, let's shift gears a little bit to football recruiting, yeah. Nancy, just for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jerry and Ely went to Clemson mm-hmm. uh, after he decommitted to Ole Miss. What yep. was the end result of that visit? Well, um, Anna, you know, from the Clemson side, uh, from 247, that was with Scout before. We've known her a long time. She does the Clemson uh, recruiting, and she spoke to Jerry, and he said he had a great visit. And it was interesting that what Clemson did, he was the only player that came in that was not committed, and they brought in three of their top commits to kind of hang out with him for the weekend and hung out at Sweeney's house mainly for the weekend. And, he said that, you know, he had a great trip and he'll still be coming to Ole Miss on the 25th, which was key. I felt like if they could get through this official visit without a commitment taking place and them talking him out of visiting Ole Miss, uh, you know, that the Rebels would still have a good chance to get him in the end. And that's what is so far. You know, you never know what's going to happen in the future. But as of the date, you know, at this point, he still says he's going to visit Ole Miss on the 25th. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty, though, mm-hmm. Yancey. In your opinion – is he going to go baseball or is he going to sign a football scholarship? Well, uh, I know this. He won't be playing at Ole Miss if he doesn't sign with Ole Miss. <laughs> you know, so you just kind of cross that bridge when it comes. You know, you sign him and then you go to the next part, which would be the draft. Oh, so you're saying he will sign a, a football scholarship with somebody oh, yeah. and then go through the baseball draft? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. He said he will sign on Wednesday, first Wednesday, uh, okay. first Wednesday in February. He is going to sign. All right, now – uh, defensive it, line is really critical for Ole Miss in this final three weeks going into the second signing period, February 6th. Where do we stand with some defensive linemen? Well, they have three committed right now or signed. They have two signed and then committed Brandon Mack, uh, you know, out of the Montgomery area. And Is he a, a pretty good player? Yeah, he's a really good player. He's committed to Pitt. He opened it back up uh, the last few weeks and – uh, Coach Siski and Roach really did a great job as long as, as well as, uh, Coach Summerall and recruiting Mack. And, and I think right now, Chuck, you know, when you look at that 3-4 defense that Ole Miss wants to get, they're missing that big 6-5. We talked about it off the air last radio. You know, who? Benito Jones there, David Sincere, maybe back up, but they don't have that, that, that 
body. Anchor. Yeah, that anchored. Ladarius Cox, a guy that's 6'5", he's about 320. He's out of uh, Mobile, McGill, Tulin. Um, I think he, you know, he is that middle anchor type guy, real mm-hmm. big guy. And I think you, Ole Miss has been going after him really hard. He comes in on the 25th. He's committed to Tennessee, says he's firm. But most people think it's going to come down to Ole Miss and Auburn. He visits Ole huh. Miss on the 25th. Then he goes to Auburn on February the 2nd or February the 1st, uh, the last yeah. literally weekend before signing day. So keep an eye on that. Jamon Gordon, uh, he decommitted from Auburn, went on his official visit to Auburn this weekend, but did not recommit or anything. So he's still on the table. From? Uh, I'm sorry, Jamon Gordon is from Meridian. Okay. And then uh, you is look at. Big some, kid? Is he a big kid like that other one? No, no, he's more. I mean, he's a big kid, but he's more in the 6'3, 6'4, yeah. 275, 280 range. He's but not. He can hold 300. Yeah, he can hold, but. I mean, Ladarius Cox, if you watch him on film, out of all the defensive linemen that they're recruiting right now for that true nose guard, he's your best guy, I think, down there. Mm-hmm. Now, probably the best defensive lineman overall, Byron Young, without question. Um, he's going to be coming in on the 25th as well. If you follow on his Twitter, he seems to be getting a little bit edgy about all the turnover on the Alabama staff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think, not a lot, but a lot of insiders think, that this will end up coming down to Ole Miss and State in the end, which is kind of interesting because Alabama and Ole Miss were always the two schools that were up on this uh, ladder. But Mississippi State's really been chipping away recently, and you got to watch out for the Bulldogs with him. Nathan Pickering, we don't know what's going to happen with him if he's going to visit the 25th. I think he's going to end up at State. He's taking visits. Uh, you know, just take him with a grain of salt. And then Ishmael Sofer, you got to keep him. He's coming in on the 25th. A lot of people thought it was just going to be Alabama and LSU, but the only scheduled official visit he has right now for the month of January is Ole Miss. His brother uh, will also be coming in with him. Uh, He's a junior college player, and he's an older brother, and his name is Rodney Sofer, and Oregon just offered him today. So I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Ishmael and Rodney also visit Oregon, along with Ole Miss, maybe this weekend they go to Oregon. Like both DTs? Both DT. Well, Rodney is – he's he's kind of a uh, – he might be one of those outside guys. He's 255 mm-hmm. pounds, okay. about 6'3". Um, you know, but uh, Ishmael is definitely uh, – you know, he's the number one defensive tackle in the country. Another guy that's 6'4", 340 pounds, another anchor. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really include him – uh, along with Ladarius Cox because it's probably a little bit uh, longer odds for Ole Miss to land, you know, being realistic. But Ole Miss is in there. Coach Freddie Roach has known uh, Ishmael since he was a kid. He's known his parents since they were in college, longstanding relationships, so there is a chance. All right. Thank you, brother. Good good update on that, uh, on Ely and on the defensive line. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Abner's Famous Chicken Tenders with location in Oxford, uh, the original University Avenue off the square, Tupelo, Memphis, and Brandon. It's kind of traditional to go back in time for the Reb Abner's Rebel Flashback segment, and I'll adhere to that, but I'm not going to go very far. Last week, the men's basketball team defeated two top 20 programs, Auburn at the Pavilion and Mississippi State at the Hump in Starkville. 
And I got to admit, I was not overly optimistic going into either contest in Coach Kermit Davis's first year and first foray into SEC play, despite the fact the Rebs opened on the road and earlier took care of business in Nashville with a win over Vanderbilt. Auburn and MSU are two very athletic teams, as much as it pains me to say, and the Rebs are playing with a short deck right now in the depth department, but they keep finding a way to win. Well, how? One, they're better and more experienced than I gave them credit for. Two, Kermit's pushing the right buttons at the right times. In short, the guy can coach. Against Auburn, he made a subtle change on offense that produced some key buckets down the stretch. And on defense, he went to a 2-3 zone to cool off a surging and hot Tiger squad. Against MSU, down the stretch, the Rebs were running plays at work while the Bulldogs were playing one-on-one which didn't produce the results they desired. I don't know what the rest of the season will bring, but these Rebs have already broken into the top 20, and that far exceeds anything I thought they would be able to do this year as they learn Kermit and transition to his style of hoops. All I can say is great job so far. Keep it up for both for Kermit, his coaching staff, and the players. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Abner's Famous Chicken Tenders. Obviously, uh, Yancey, they've done a nice job to this point. Oh, you're playing seven guys and have a shoestring depth chart, you know. Uh, without, eight, guys, eight guys. Give DC. Yeah, Davis give some DC. Credit. Yeah, put him in there and and. But you know, but we, he, I mean, no offense to him, but he is a walk on. That's right. That earned a scholarship. And 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 let's be honest. I mean, Dom is getting better and better, but he's the only true post player on the team. And to do what they're doing under those circumstances is. You know, he's the coach of the year right now. And like he said. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it changes. Yeah. Terrence, uh, Devontae, and Brian. The big three. Can't, cannot, cannot have anything happen. And, boy. Did you see Tyree take that charge late in the game yeah. after he already had that shoulder, that 250-pound yeah. cup? I was like, oh, my God. I held my breath, and it was a charge. What yeah. a team player. And I, I tell you, uh, my heart skipped a beat when he went down with that shoulder injury because I thought it was serious. I did too. All right, we'll be right back with Coach Mike Bianco, Baseball Rebels, after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back to Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We are very pleased to be joined now with baseball coach Mike Bianco. Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Chuck. How are you? I'm doing great. Can you believe it's another year? I think this is your 19th, right? You're right. It's my 19th, and 
And, you know, I've always said, you know, uh, the old saying, when, uh, when you're having fun, time flies. And, and uh, yeah, and, and, and really, uh, you know, after you know, such a tough you know, uh, ending to last year's season, uh, you know, this season couldn't get here quick enough. And, uh, you know, when we wake up and, you know, tomorrow, I think you know, we're, we're a month away, 30 days away from opening day. So we're excited. You know, 19 years ago when you were introduced as our coach, uh, uh, I had some hair. <laughs> I don't have any anymore. You didn't have any hair back then. So did, <laughs> so did you. You did, Coach, but y'all didn't have any I hair. Had, I had some 19 years ago. lost your hair ago. at 19. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, what's, the, what's your schedule now? You got individual workouts for a week or so before you can start team stuff? or Correct. Correct. Okay. Uh, just quickly, not to go too much in depth in the NCA rules, but you're allowed to start, you know, the individuals or the skill work the first day of school, uh, but we don't start school to the 22nd. So there's a little amendment to the rule that if you start school after uh, January 15th, you can start school work on the 15th. So uh, you know, a lot of other schools, a lot of our other opponents have been. You know, going for a week or so, and we'll start tomorrow with the skill work first time. You know, bullpens will start batting practice, uh, and then January 25th, so a week from Friday, will be the first official day, and we'll enter squad. You know, that Friday and Saturday, uh, much much like we we normally do. All right, so tell me, Mike, you had a good fall camp. Uh, are you set at your positions or competition still wide open, or is it fifty-fifty or a mix of that? Oh, yeah, or? I think as a, yeah, I think as a coach, you know, you always think there's there's always competition, and there's you know, uh, you, know you wake up and if a guy's better than the other guy now, maybe he wasn't you know, two months ago. You're going to start the guy that's going to win you the baseball game or the football game or the basketball game. So, I mean, I think it's it's always open, but I mean, uh, when you look around at you know our team and we return seven of the starting nine from a team that was so, so good last year, um, you know, there's competition out there, but there's also some guys that have kind of etched themselves into the lineup just because of what they've done over the last year or two. So, you know, I, it's just that's a tough question. I mean, it's probably better to go position by position, you know, to, to know more about it. But we feel really good about our position players. We, I think most of the fans know the guys that we return and, and guys that have great years last year. But there's some other spots, like in center field. Do we, uh, is Gindle going to be the starting guy, a guy that didn't play much last year? Is Olenek moved back in there? Uh, second base, is it, you know, Anthony Servideo or Jacob Adams? And, and if it's, if it's Adams or, or Servideo, do one of those guys move to the outfield because they're so athletic and such good players that to help us there. Uh, you know, so there's, you know, there's some positions like that that I think, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. So there are question marks even on an experienced team and a deep team like you've got, which uh, it's got to be interesting from a coaching standpoint to try to figure and put all the pieces of the puzzle together. Well, that, 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 you're right, and and you know a lot of times it's not always what you think it is. You know, you know sometimes <laughs> there's been a guy that's you know been real good, but you know our game's different, and you know baseball's different, and you know sometimes the guys have bad years, sometimes guys get hot, sometimes. And so, you know, uh, for you to have a good year, I think there's got to be guys that in January most people don't know about, and maybe even the coaches don't know that guy's going to be, you know, a star, somebody like Crazy. 
where you know your your all American closer from the year before isn't quite the guy, and somebody that hadn't made the thirty five for two years in a row uh, comes out and he's the all American closer. I mean, to me that's that's what's neat about baseball and you know intercollegiate athletics in general. Coach, that's an interesting point. Talking about crazy there, I, I believe it's working on about four years in a row. Your all American closer by season's end gave away to somebody else who had gotten hot at the end of the year. Is that because the guy got hot or the arm gets tired by the end of the year? What's your theory on that? I don't know. I think, you know, arm's getting tired. I think that's an easy thing for uh, when somebody's not having success or not doing well, people want to blame that. But, you know, I think that more times than not, that's not the case. It's either somebody's doing them well or they, they, the other guy's just not doing this well. You know, I don't know if tired arms is, you know, as prevalent as people, you know, I think that's, you know, one of the things that gets caught up on your message boards that, you know, people think For that, sure. you know, that, that happens more times than, than not. And that's, you know, I don't think that's necessarily the case because when, you know, guys' arms tired, it, We'll rest them. <laughs> let them rest them a little bit and bring it back later. But, uh, uh, but no, I think we've just been fortunate that, you know, Carl Lattery does a great job with the pitchers, great job with developing, great job in developing arm strength. And, uh, you know, I think that's one of our fortes is, you know, developing pitchers. Coach, Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, speaking of the bullpen and arms, you know, if I if I looked at one area, I couldn't find any weakness on the team last year carrying into this year, except for one thing. You didn't have the left-handers coming out of the bullpen for situational batters. This year you're bringing in a handful of guys that can do that. Talk about what that's going to add to your team. And as one or two of those left-handers stepped up. Well, there, there's no doubt. We, we we have 18 pitchers currently on the on the roster. Five of them are left-handed, so it doesn't seem like we got a lot of left-handers. But the five that we got can pitch, and and, and I think that's really what you're talking about. And so, uh, you, know, you know, there's been times before where you may have a Christian Trent or Ryan Rollinson, but they're in the starting role. And you know, that's to right. have a left-handed uh, guy come out of the bullpen to to face, you know, maybe you know their top hitter, a Tyler Keenan, that's left-handed. You know, not only are you bringing a, a, a terrific pitcher in, but you know sometimes you know that's that's the difference maker when you when you you know, do a matchup on a, a left-handed pitcher on a left-handed hitter. And so uh, you know when you look at this year's team, and I, we're not exactly sure because we don't really know what the rotation's going to be. But when, when you look at guys like you know Zach Phillips, Doug McKenzie, you know Caleb Hill, I mean you know there's there's guys that can come out of the bullpen. Uh, and, and really help us, you know, in, in some tough situations late the game. Coach, if somebody put a water pistol to your head, <laughs> who's your weekend rotation right this minute? Or, or let's just say your top five candidates for your weekend rotation. Yeah, I think it's easier to, to do it that way, and it's probably how I would have answered because, you know, uh, I don't know that right now, and then and, and you know, I probably would say that it would—it's probably going to change over the first four weeks, maybe as much mm-hmm. as you know people are used to. Um, uh, and you wish that it wasn't like that, but but uh, the, the good news is I think we're talented, and uh, and I think mm-hmm. we have enough. But they're just guys that haven't done it before, so therefore, much of what we just said 
right, that, you know, who's going to be the guy this year. We're going to have to run out there and just see who's ready to, to take on that role. But I think the guy that, you know, at, at this point has earned the Friday night role is Will Etheridge. And then really I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. He's the guy that um, I think when you look at the returning pitchers, the guy that's more prototypical that Friday night guy than anybody on the staff or the guy that had the best fall of anyone. Uh, I, I certainly think when you look at returners, you look at guys like Houston Roth and uh, Greer Holston, uh, but also some, some new recruits, uh, Gunnar Hoagland, who had a tremendous fall, maybe the second best fall right behind Will Etheridge, uh, true freshman, uh, big power right-handed arm uh, from, from the Tampa Bay area, the kid that was drafted in the first round by the Milwaukee Brewers last year, and then Doug McKaysey, uh I thought had an outstanding fall. Uh, Zach Phillips uh, looked what looked the part at times this fall, but 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 maybe statistically didn't have the best fall. But he's a guy that I think going into the fall we thought you know certainly had a shot. So uh, and then you know there's some other guys that you know you know may surprise you. You know Zach, you know uh, excuse me, Tyler Myers. Uh, you know, I think you know is, is primed and ready for, for for a big year. I think Jordan Fowler had a bad fall, but he was a freshman All American last year, was our, our midweek starter, and uh, so there's 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 enough guys. We just got to figure out the, the three that are going to do it. You know, in the past, you've sometimes taken these uh, really great young freshmen uh, that that everybody thinks the world of, like Ryan Rollison, and you put them in the bullpen for a little while, and then you bring them on kind of slowly, and then they start midweek, and then they get into rotation. Do you expect the same with uh, Hoagland, or, or is he ready to go? Not necessarily, you know, because, you know, and you're right. I mean, Lance Lynn started in the bullpen. Drew Pomerantz started in the bullpen. There's not a lot of freshmen that on opening weekend, you know, you know got to start. Bobby Wall who's pitching in the big leagues right now, didn't even pitch our, for his first week as freshman. I didn't even come out of the bullpen. We pitched nine people before he pitched. So I don't know if that's Bobby's fault or if that's just the dumb coach's fault. But you know, he didn't even pitch the first weekend that he was here. So, you know, there's stories like that. But I think really what you're getting at is they have to earn it. You can't do it because of accolades that you, you came in with or the prospects or, you know, the ceiling of your talent. You you have to be the best guy. That's what that's how you write out the lineup. That's how you decide who's gonna start Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's how you decide. It can't be just a hunch. It can't be just, well, this guy was you know, drafted in the first round or this guy did that you know, he's gotta be the best guy in your in your mind and in your heart. And I think when you do that the, they, the, the players respect that, and they have to earn it. And so Ryan had to earn it, and he certainly did. And the, the, the really good ones do. They earn it, and they eventually pitch well enough in the bullpen to, to, to become a starter. And you know, uh, you know. But so to me, uh, you know, uh, that's why I look at it. That you know, it doesn't matter what they did before they get here; they have to earn it once they get here. Uh, what about what about a catcher, coach? You, you mm-hmm. traditionally you've got a, a stud behind the plate. Cooper Johnson locking up yeah, in I fall. Think, yeah, I think I think we got a, a sudden. I think Cooper's yeah, Cooper's had two terrific falls uh, his freshman sophomore year and backed it up with another great fall. You know uh, this third year, probably Cooper's you know biggest nemesis. Uh, you know everybody says well hitting. You know, biggest nemesis was Nick Fortes. I mean, we had a really really good you know all SEC catcher 
uh, you know, that you know, really just played in front of them. And so, uh, but but I think it's you know, Coop's ready to, to take on that that position full time. But I, I think uh, you'll you'll see Thomas Diller back there. And you know, we, we I wish we would have gotten Thomas some, some more innings behind the plate to this point. But the reason he hasn't is because it's hard enough to work two catchers in. You know, we're only playing, I know everybody thinks we play a lot of games, but we're only playing about four games a week. So, uh, you know, it's tough to get too many guys back there. So, uh, and we also have a, a young freshman uh, that broke his foot right uh, right before break, Knoxville Posser, but should be back by, you know, the beginning of the season. Uh, you know, his rehab's going terrific. And, and so, you know, uh, and, and Hunter Neighbors, a junior college transfer from Itawamba. So we're as strong behind the plate, I think, as we've ever had. But if, you know, we're going tonight, there's no doubt that Cooper's going to be the starting catch. Coach, you've got three guys of mine that could be, a DH for just about any team in the SEC, including Michael Fitzsimmons, Chase Cockwell, and Tim Elko. I know you want to play those guys in the outfield, maybe uh, Elko, some at third base too. How do you how do you make that all work for for those three guys? And you know that's one of the luxuries over the you know the first four weeks, Jenny Angie is, and it's it's not easy, but you know, you're going to have to give some guys some different opportunities. And, uh, you know, especially in those positions where there's some competition and, and, you know, we'll try to, you know, ease them in just to do, you know, especially the beginning of the year, something I, I believe in is because you want kids to get off to good starts. You want them to have some success. So sometimes you'll, you'll pull, pull two in some different guys either every other day or, you know, you'll give some of the right-handers, you know, starts against left-handed pitching and vice versa, just, you know, just to kind of, you know, hope that they can get off to a good start, get rolling. You know, but at the end of the day, like I said about the pitchers, they got to earn it. they got to, you know, they got to be the guy. And so uh, those guys, Tim Elko had a tremendous fall, one of the best falls of anybody. Uh, so, and, you know, we all know from Chase's year last year, you know, what, what kind of offensive punch he can bring to a lineup. You know, of course, Fitz has been as, as clutch hitter, you know, as we've had the program over the last few years. So those are all guys, and, and I've said it, and it, it, I don't say it tongue-in-cheek. I, I really mean it. You can't have enough hitters. You can't have enough good hitters. You know, there's <laughs> most years where you can write the lineup and you get through six, and then it's really you turn to the, you know, the assistant coaches and go, hey, what, who do you think else we could put it? Who, who do you think might get hot tonight, you know? Uh, and that's yeah. one of the reasons that you were so good. We were so good last year. Is you know, uh, you know, we had we were were just you know uh, nine deep. We were like ten or eleven deep. You know, we you know, we had a lot of different guys. And when the Kessinger went down because of the hamstring, you could put us a video in. Or you know, when somebody got cold, if, if Keenan went down, we moved Olenek to third base and just made some moves. And it seemed like the offense didn't you know didn't lose a, you know a, a step. Coach, Coach, we got we got two minutes. I'm going to ask you for one-liners on some of these kids. After you evaluated them last year, what you told them going into the offseason they needed to work on. Greg Kessinger. Oh, wow, okay. You know, Greg Kessinger, you know, one of the things is, you know, just to continue to, to, to be, you know, uh, you know, the shortstop that he is, uh, continue to try to be a little more athletic. You know, I think last year with the hamstring kind of really hampered his running game. I think he, he's, he's a little better base runner than, than maybe our fans have seen. But the biggest thing that we need out of Gray, you know, is for him to be himself and to talk more. Got to be more vocal. You know, he's got to be Thomas the leader. Thomas Dillard. In, you know, Thomas Dillard. 
uh, got to be able to catch something this year, you know, and uh, you know, and be you know, be uh, the guy that he was last year on the base path and you know, in the middle lineup. Olenek, Olenek, leader, you know, leader, you know, the you know, the the, the guy that's always been fiery, the spark plug, but you know, this year a little different. Like you got to be a senior leader for us. Cole Zabowski. Cole Zabowski, just continue on that progress. You know, he was he was a guy that was so good to play real bad as a freshman. Had a tremendous year. Figure be 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 the sophomore Cole, not the freshman Cole. Tyler Keenan. Tyler Keenan, uh, you know, continue uh, you know, defensively. You know, being able to be a little more mobile at third base, be able to play a little deeper. Uh, but uh, man, what what a what a what an offensive threat he is in the lineup. Coach, thank you so much for your time, and we're looking forward to this spring and having you and Carl and Mike on more often. And uh, great, great having you, and good luck this year. Always enjoy it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, coach. Mike Bianco, head baseball coach of the Ole Miss Rebels, who I think I saw a poll today there in the top ten preseason. Like I texted him, I said, I've already got my condo at uh, Omaha, but not for the first week, for the second week. <laughs> he sent me a thumbs up. He's not shy about it. This team's going to do it this year. All right. I love it. We'll be right back for the final segment of the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline. Don't forget, uh, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, LSU in the Pavilion. Big game. And then Saturday, Arkansas at noon. Uh, we got three things to get in in this last segment, so let's roll them. Um, Rhino, uh, Ole Miss Sports News, right? Yep, here it comes. All right, buddy. It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, Ole Miss. Howdy, toddy. It's an exciting week in Oxford with lots of great Ole Miss news. As you all know, the Rebel basketball team defeated a pair of top 15 opponents last week. On Wednesday night, Ole Miss dominated Auburn for an 82-67 win and then stole a win in Starkville at Mississippi State 81-77 on Saturday, despite trailing by 10 in the first half and as many as 9 in the second. Senior Terrence Davis was named the SEC Player of the Week, averaging 19.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, and 2.5 assists in the two games. Now 13-2 overall, 3-0 in SEC play, Kermit Davis's team has garnered national attention all week, shooting up the polls. Ole Miss is ranked number 24 in the NET, number 20 in the coaches poll, 18 in the AP Top 25, and as high as number 16 by CBS Sports. Andy Katz named Ole Miss the team of the week in college basketball, and Jerry Palm has the Rebels currently projected as a four seed in the NCAA tournament right now. They have two more key opportunities to bolster their resume at home this week. The Rebels and LSU tip off at the Pavilion at 8 p.m. tomorrow night before hosting Arkansas at noon on Saturday. The women's basketball team got in on the fun, too, knocking off number 16 Kentucky in Lexington yesterday. It was first-year head coach Yolette McPhee-McEwen's first-ever SEC win. 
The energy and defensive effort on the floor was a clear reflection of the passion from their new head coach on the sidelines. The Lady Rebels are now 7-11 and overall, 1-3 in conference play, and they need your support against Florida at home Sunday afternoon at 3. The Ole Miss rifle team had a historic weekend as well, shooting its second highest total in program history to defeat number 6 Alaska Fairbanks and number 11 Ohio State. Finally, D1 Baseball released its preseason top 25 today, slotting the Rebels at number 10 nationally. Baseball season is just around the corner. It is sure good to be a Rebel right now. I'm Jack Schultz. Back to Chuck and Yancey. It's time for this week's report from around the SEC. Brought to you by Cheney's Pharmacy, home of the Ugly Mug Coffee and TCBY Yogurt. Located next to the library on Bramlett Boulevard. You're listening to Rebel Yell Hotline's edition of SEC Sports News. It's been a weird start to the SEC basketball season. Ole Miss and South Carolina, who were projected 14th and 13th preseason respectively, are tied for first place in the conference standings through the first week of SEC play. The Rebels and Gamecocks, along with the nationally ranked number 3 Tennessee, are 3-0 in league play. LSU is also unbeaten at 2-0. Kentucky is ranked number 12 in the AP Top 25 at 12-3 overall, 2-1 in the SEC. Auburn dropped just three spots to number 14 following its loss in Oxford, while Ole Miss jumped all the way to number 18. Mississippi State fell 10 spots to number 24. LSU, South Carolina, and Florida each received votes for the AP rankings as well. Key games to watch this week include Mississippi State hosting Florida tomorrow night. The Bulldogs are looking for their first conference win still. Of course, Ole Miss hosts LSU, and Auburn will host Kentucky Saturday for a top 15 clash. With baseball season just weeks away now, D1 Baseball released its preseason rankings today. Five of the top ten are SEC members, and a total of eight conference teams rank in the top 25. Vanderbilt is number one nationally to begin the 2019 season, with LSU just behind at number two. Florida comes in at six, followed by Georgia, nine, Ole Miss, ten, Mississippi State, number 14, Arkansas, 16, and Auburn, number 22. Can't believe baseball season is so close, but plenty of basketball still to play. That's all for now. Back to Chuck and Yancey. All right. Thank you, Jack. Good job on both Old Miss Sports News and around the SEC. The Good, Bad, and Ugly is brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Baseball, Mississippi. If you need a four-wheeler, side-by-side, a lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff will give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. That's Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Good. Well, man, for the second week in a row, an athletic department that needs good news after a couple of years of despair, Ole Miss has produced a really great week. The men hoop team defeated two top 15 programs in Auburn and Mississippi State and vaulted themselves into the top 20 via 10-game win streak. What else can be said about the job Kermit Davis, his staff, and his players are doing right now? So far, outstanding. Coach Yo got her first conference win Sunday at Kentucky, defeating the top 20 Lady Wildcats. Congrats are due there as well. She had a big rebuild on her hands, and wins certainly helped send a positive message to recruits. Former uh, Rich Rodriguez offensive coordinator Calvin McGee has joined the Rebel football staff as the tight ends coach, further solidifying that uh, Matt Luke is bringing in experienced, successful mentors into his program. Nothing bad can come of that. It's really inspiring to see Luke surround himself with veteran guys and not be intimidated by hiring former head coaches and coordinators to help him rebuild this program. Whatever you may think of the athletic administration in the past, there's no way, if you're being fair, you cannot tip your hat 
to supporting these hires financially. The bad at the moment, I'm drawing a blank. And for that, I'm very grateful because we've had a lot of bad lately. I hope all Rebels have gotten some relief over what has transpired the last month or so. I know I have. The Good, Bad, and Ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville, Mississippi. Special thanks to Kermit Davis, Jr. Remember, 8 o'clock tomorrow night in the pavilion. Be there, LSU. Noon Saturday, Arkansas, another big game. Be there. We need two sellout crowds. Uh, Yancey, we'll see you there tomorrow night, I know. I'm ready. All right. Good night, everybody. See you next week on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Howdy toddy. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.